ceremony is about to begin. Welcome to the inaugural broadcast of the Wizards AudioCast. I am the Wizard. Feel free to call me Oscar. Um, so for my first episode, what I figured I would do, just so you guys have uh, some idea of what you're even listening to, I was going to give you a, maybe a little background on how I decided and ended up being a wizard and what I consider a wizard. All right. So let's get into my background. Uh, so without further ado, all right, so my story, uh, I guess we can go back 30, 35 years or so, maybe even more. Um, so I grew up in the rural South. Uh, I was raised Southern Baptist as a Christian, uh, you know, where they dunk you in the river, like you've seen on the movies, like, oh brother, we're at that. That was my upbringing. Um, somewhere around, uh, I don't know, age 10, 11, I began to realize that this wasn't for me. I, I went to one of those churches where you had the fire and brimstone preacher that would sweat and pound on the, on the, uh, pulpit and yell and tell you, you were going to hell if you sinned and thinking things was just as bad as a sin. Yeah. I knew that wasn't for me, so I became to think the whole thing was BS. That said, I didn't think that everything was BS. I thought there still had to be some kind of rules or coherence to the world beyond just the physical that we see. So I decided, well, what else is there? Uh, and in an act of rebellion, you know, this was my late tweens, early teens, up to mid-teens maybe, uh, I was rebellious. So the first thing I looked into was anything that had to do with devil worship, demonology, uh, witchcraft, magic. So I found books uh, in school libraries. And yeah, they had them back then where they weren't banned. Um, so I found books in school libraries, friends that loaned them to me. Looked through all these occult things with sigils and symbols and spells and yeah in the end none of it came to anything I realized that this was just as much BS as what I'd been raised on um, and that was the whole gamut that was everything from the Wiccan side you know the do no harm all the way to the I'm going to summon a demon to murder my enemies the, the whole gamut from white, what they would consider white to black or light to dark magic. And yeah, it went nowhere. Uh, so I was still kind of disappointed. Um, so by this point, I was mid to late teens. I had decided, you know, this is no good. So obviously the opposite of Christianity is no good. Christianity was no good for me. So I started getting into, for a few years, I was into... Uh, Exploring a little bit of everything. I didn't get deep into any of these, but I I, I looked at uh, other Ab Abrahamic religions, Judaism, Islam. I looked into things like uh, Native American shamanism. I looked into uh, Buddhism, Taoism, 
different things and all of it while I touched on, you know, a few things here and there, none of it stuck 100%. I'm like none of these are me. I'm not a Buddhist. I'm not a, a, a I'm not a, a you know, a, a follower of Judaism. None of this worked. So by age 19 or so, I was defeated. Uh, I thought, well, maybe this is all there is, this physical world that we live in. Uh, I gave up. I was, yeah, there was nothing. I was kind of let down because I always believed there was more. Um, I, you know, I was a creative type. I was always a writer, an artist. I created things. I always believed in the magic of reality, you know, and in my fantasy worlds, I was reading Lord of the Rings and playing Dungeons and Dragons. And I was like, there's more to this than just what I see. But I hadn't found it. So I kind of got despondent, considered myself an atheist, gave up. Um, somewhere around that 19th year, I believe it was, uh, I was working at a, a factory and a co-worker came up to me and as was, this happened to me a lot in high school too, just random stranger walks up to you and goes, are you a devil worshiper? Uh, I said, no. Uh, and her reasoning for that was to, um, she said, well, I have a copy of the satanic Bible that I was going to throw away. And I thought if you were a devil worshiper, maybe you'd want it because I don't like throwing books away. And I, I had heard of the satanic Bible. I'd seen people read it. I'd never read it because I'd never come across it in all my searches, surprisingly. So I said, okay, I'll take it. It's a free copy. I'll read it. If I don't want it, I'll throw it away. Whatever. So she gave it to me. That was on a Thursday or Friday. That weekend, I took it to the woods behind my house because we had a nice little forest. I lived down south. I took a, I used to take a, a folding chair and a book, and I would sit for hours and read in the woods. So I took the Satanic Bible, went to the woods, found me a nice spot, sat down, and I read for hours. I read the entire thing cover to cover. And it shocked me. It was It was very close to what I believed. It was... It said that there was magic in the world. We don't understand it. It could be psychodrama. It could be messing with your mind. It could be sending vibes out into the universe. We don't know. But it was also very material-based, which I found out, you know, was kind of the end result of me searching through all these spiritual things and finding the spiritual side was kind of empty and void. So it was very materialistic, but at the same time gave an opportunity that magic was a thing. So that was it. I was like, okay, maybe I'm a Satanist. So from the age 19 to probably the next 10 to 11, 12 years, I was a Satanist. Hands down, bred, you know, this is what I was. I had pentagrams on everything. I wore black, shaved my head, grew a goatee, uh, followed all the things, you know, I got on, at that time the internet was coming out, so I was on message boards and forums, I joined the, the Church of Satan, I went through, I made a lot of friends, did all this stuff for quite a few years, but the one thing with Satanism that kept sticking in my head was one of their main rules 
is Lex Talionis, the, the law the law of tooth and claw, the law of strength. That the strength will inherit or the strong will inherit and the meek will get trampled underfoot. You should destroy people that bother you, destroy people that are weaker than you if if it benefits you. Everything was very selfish, which makes sense. It's it's about Satan. But everything was very self centric. And that stuck with me because I, I was like, I I feel connected to everything. I feel connected to other people. I feel connected to when I walk outside, I like to take my shoes off. I feel connected to the grass and the dirt and everything else. And I felt very connected to the world, the air and the sun and everything. And somehow that piece of Satanism made me feel that I was disconnected, that I was just me and everything was for me and I should take this life for me. So I just kind of, after about 12 years, it wasn't intentional. It wasn't one day I woke up and said, no, I'm not a Satanist anymore. And I still consider myself a Satanist, but my own version of it. But I kind of just drifted away from the whole Church of Satan thing and kind of drifted for a while. Um, I got into some of the more Eastern stuff that I had studied previously. I started looking back over other books, especially like Buddhism, Taoism. I got into reading Alan Watts. Uh, if anybody watches YouTube videos on him, he was a, a teacher uh, that taught a lot about Buddhism and Eastern philosophies for a Western audience and kind of converted it to our understanding of things. So yeah, I got into that, but it was never deep. Um, and then I kind of fell out of everything. It was always in the background, but I kind of fell out and just started doing my own thing. Um, but I've always been obsessed with the ideas of something beyond this physical world, um, and our connectedness to everything and everybody around us. Like, uh, I could go into a whole deep story and we probably will in future episodes, but I had built this knowledge of religions from one side of the earth to the other, cult practices of all sorts, um, it just kind of sat in this pot in the back of my head, in this cauldron, if you will, um, and brewed and stewed. And I kind of left it, didn't think much about it, went about my daily life, you know, taking care of jobs and paying bills and doing the mundane things that you do. But in the back of my head was this cauldron of knowledge that just sat there. And at some point, at some point, that cauldron must have leaked, cracked, started pouring out again. And all this mishmash of knowledge uh, crept out and made me want to do something again. Uh, so I decided to kind of re-examine my worldview, which now is kind of a exactly that. It's a mishmash. It's a stew of all sorts of religious backgrounds because I started thinking, well, Christianity has some pieces that I can use. Jesus taught things that I can use. The the Judaic part taught me things that I can use. Buddhism taught me stuff that I can use. Taoism taught me stuff that I can use. Indian shamanism taught me stuff that I can use. Satanism taught me stuff that I can use. Uh, things like chaos magic taught me stuff that I can use. Things that I had looked into. Uh, even uh, what they call parody religions, like the, the Church of the Dude and the Church of the Subgenius, which I'm members of both of those. All these had a piece 
of my worldview. None of them were an exact fit. So I was like, what do you call somebody that has a lot of knowledge to build a worldview, but doesn't ascribe to any of them? And being that my background, like I said earlier, was in reading Lord of the Rings and playing Dungeons and Dragons, the first word that popped right to the center of my head was, you're a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Oscar. So I decided that I was a wizard. Um, that term has lots of definitions. Uh, the basic translation of wizard just means wise one or wise man. Somebody that has a lot of knowledge, and I like to think as old as I am, I have some wisdom, and my wisdom is in also knowing that I don't know everything, so hopefully we'll get some guests on this show at some point that will teach me some stuff, because I don't know everything. But I do have a lot of knowledge, and I'm willing to share, so here I am, calling myself the wizard and making a podcast. So I'm going to discuss things on this show about, you know... Uh, my religious and philosophical backgrounds. We might have an idea. It might be some current events in the news. Um, I'll probably <laughs> touch on things. I know like the big thing right now is Israel and Palestine, which, oh God, that's a disaster. Um, but yeah, I will discuss a lot of that stuff. I'll probably discuss my ideas on magic because I do believe that magic is real. I have my ideas on what it is and how it works, but those are constantly changing. Um, but I have seen it in practice, and I have seen it work, so I know magic works. So I'll probably go over some magic, I'll go over some religion, I'll go over some philosophy. But I also grew up, you know, like I said, watching movies, playing video games, playing RPGs, reading lots of books, and they weren't just books on philosophy and religion. I also was reading, you know, I loved fantasy and sci-fi and horror and comic books, and I watched a lot of TV and a lot of movies, so all this philosophical and religious stuff is mixed with pop culture stuff. So some days we'll take a break from the philosophical and the religious, and we'll just talk about what I consider the mundane things. We might talk about some movie I saw that week or some video game I played and just talk about some mundane things for the day. Um, I would like to get some guests on the show. Right now, I don't have anything lined up, but if we get them, awesome. If you want to be one, you know, there's a contact information in the uh, in the audio cast notes. So feel free to look down and give me a drop me a line and let me know you want to be on the show and what you'd like to talk about, and we can see if it works out. Um, but that's it. I am the wizard now. So here we are at a podcast or audio cast. I don't like to call it podcast because iPods, which is where that word came from, no longer exists. So it seems, uh, you know, vestigial language to me, which is always funny, you know, like rolling up a car window or hanging up a phone. Nobody knows. Well, I wouldn't say nobody knows, but a lot of people don't even realize where those came from as they get younger and younger and learn. They still use the words, but they don't know where they came from. Podcast came from iPods. So I call it an audio cast. If anybody's curious about my, my weird finagling with words. But that's it. I'm the wizard. Here we are. Let's get on with the show.